On the phone with me right now is a fellow comedian, Lenny Corrado. Lenny, you might know him on the circuit as Lenny the Butcher. In fact, that's Lenny's handle on Twitter, Lenny the Butcher. He's a tough guy, but you know what? I have Lenny on Dog Stars uh, today because Lenny, uh, you know, being the tough guy that you are, I have to say it's probably your story that uh, most recently uh, made me very sad. Aside from from your story was also just the picture of Max. What a what a great great dog. Can you tell us Max's story? Uh, well, Max's story, we, had, we got him 10 years ago and um, he's a mix uh, Westie and uh, Westie Poodle. He's a Highland Terrier and a Poodle mix. So he had like a little pointy nose and he had big ears. That was his whole thing. He had these big ears. And I never wanted a dog, ever. Not because I don't like animals, but because I knew there would be a lot of work. And my wife went out on a Friday night to PJ's Pet Center. Those days, they used to sell dogs there, mm-hmm. too, right? Which is illegal now because it's not fair to the animals, right? Yeah. Uh, but so she went on a Friday and said, we saw this dog we're thinking of getting. I go, okay, well, we'll think about it. But the next day, she went and just got it. That was it. Like, that, we had a dog. <laughs> went on, right? And, uh, and, and the first, you know, few months was terrible. It was, you know, peeing everywhere. And my wife was very stressed out. She was ready to get a give it back to and everything and then all of a sudden you know everything worked out well and and i wouldn't trade him for anything after that but you know he was my best friend like he would be the only guy that would come to the door my kids were small then my kids were like um six and eight uh, sorry six yeah there was 10 years ago so andrew was was 10 and michael michael was uh six so they were small we got it for the, for the kids but really pets are not for the kids they're for the, the adults Absolutely. And you know, your story is, uh, is on so many levels, it's such a, a, a learning experience. I mean, I feel your pain. And the reason I reached out to you today is because you've said in a, uh, you said in an email to me, hey, you know, I don't know if I'll ever be ready to get a, a, another dog again. Um, because there's just no other dog that can replace Max. But I will tell you from the bottom of my bottom of my heart, uh, whatever contacts I have with uh, with Dog Stars, I will uh, I will definitely definitely keep you and your family in mind. But I'm also here to tell you that it's uh, uh, it's a process and it's different for everybody. And if I could do one thing different in my life, I waited 10 years before I got another dog when I lost my dog because I'm like, oh, this is devastating. You know, Martha Chavez has the best line about pets and she just kind of just it was just she wasn't trying to be funny, but she says that uh, pets are pain on layaway. And it's so true. I mean, it's just awful, awful when you lose a pet. but uh, and, you, and you know it's inevitable because they only have a short lifespan, 10, 15 years, and that's it. You know it already from the start. It's I know. You know. When you dread that day, it's going to come sooner or later. I know, I know. Well, you know, if I can, again... Uh, we here at the Dog Stars, uh, the Dog Stars crew, our, our hearts are, are with you for sure. But, you know, a fellow comedian who I'm actually chatting with uh, tomorrow, you'll hear her story. Uh, Lori Ferguson had the same heartbreaking message on Facebook on Facebook uh, a couple of months ago. She lost her, uh, her dog after... Uh, having him for many many years and I just I just felt so sad for her because as pet lovers we've all been there 
but uh, you'll be happy to know. And she said the same thing. I don't think I'll ever be able to adopt again. And she's picking up her puppy tonight. Oh, well, you know what? I said that, uh, I didn't think, uh, like, I, I feel bad about, because you know what, you think that you're trying just to replace loss of your dog, uh, and, and that dog will never be the same as your other dog, and you'll always compare it, maybe, and you feel bad because, you know, like, you feel bad thinking, because my dog knew that within six months of him leaving, passing away, I just got a new dog, and, like, I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. Never gonna be, you're never going to be okay. This new dog will bring a new, a new special quality that, that maybe your dog didn't have, and it is just... And you'll love him just as much as your dog, as you love your dog. It's just, you can't treat him as a replacement. It's just, it's just another pet. It's just a pet. And you have to start fresh with this one here, right? It's not, it's never going to replace the one you lost. It's not. And, you know, in fact, uh, experts say that when you are really, really heartbroken and you go out and get another pet immediately, sometimes that dog or that cat gets a little bit screwed up because there's so much grief that goes into that pet you know so sometimes taking a little break please don't take a break as long as I did but taking a break to to heal and then and then move on and I also know people who who foster dogs they say look I'm not really in a position right now that I think I can full-time commit but I would like to help an organization foster a pet but what's so funny about that is the amount of foster failures that they have. <laughs> you know? uh, <yeah. laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so uh, 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 there is a, a wonderful group. I'm not just saying this to you, but I'm saying to all of our listeners, possibly one of the best groups that I've heard of in the, uh, in the Toronto area, actually throughout Ontario, is Speaking of Dogs. Uh, speakingofdogs.com, they do a lot of terrific foster work. And uh, they too will gladly say they have a lot, a lot of foster failures. <laughs> oh, well, but like I know, I know that I will. Like we, my wife, I feel more sorry for my wife because she's home all day, seeing the things. My wife was a stay-at-home um, mom and everything, so mm-hmm. she would always go for a walk at eleven thirty. You know, feed him, take him with her to pick up my son. Like she's, I'm at work today. I cannot. When I'm home, the first few, first week this happened, I could only text my wife because if we spoke about him face to face we couldn't we couldn't get through a conversation you know mm-hmm. but this is the i'm only going to text you until i'm able to we're able to talk to each other about max face to face right otherwise <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't take it it was not it was too much right because they give you you know this already obviously they give unconditional love right oh it's amazing it's and, am- and it's, it's hard to find unconditional love anywhere but so once you have it it's so hard to lose it because once you lose it it's such a, it's such a, it's just, like, it just feels like a little sadness in me every day, like even just coming home, getting ready to come home and sit on the couch and look over where he used to sit, you know, and, and when he used to run around the backyard and chase squirrels and stuff, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't not think about it because it's there, it's like constant reminders, right? I know, and it's, uh, it, it goes by so fast, it's so, it's so fleeting, they're just amazing little souls that we, in a way, sometimes take for granted because when they're gone, wow, it's, it's, it's funny somebody said it's like losing a family member and i said but it's worse of course i was kidding but it feels worse i don't have any aggressive against my dog my dog never (laughs) never borrowed my accent my dog well you know if my my dog could cut the glass and do the dishes he would do it for us that's how (laughs) but no he was you know he looked at my wife and she does dishes watching me cutting the grass when i hurt my back i was in the ground for like two months every night laying down my kids would come down like oh here comes my son no he steps over me to get the remote and then he (laughs) Right? My dog would come and sit beside me, just lay beside me, you know? 
Oh my god, that is so funny. Well, Lenny, like I said, I don't mean to laugh at you, but no, you're... No, it's funny. Listen, uh, laughter is what, uh, <laughs> what gets me through everything. You have to have laughter. You can laugh about everything. And sometimes it's like too soon, which is true, but it's, it's not too soon if the person... The, like, if I say it's not too soon, because it's, it's me saying it. You know, sometimes <laughs> other people say, make jokes about things, they go, oh, maybe that's too soon. But when the person that the joke is, is, is uh, sent it towards, or you're, you're towards, says it itself, and... It's all right. I don't mind. I like laughter. I think it's a great thing. It's a great, it, it solves a lot of problems, you know? It does. And, you know, there's so many comedians that are such huge animal lovers and advocates. I think there's just something to... Uh, something to be said about humor especially in the times when lose it when it comes to losing a pet because uh not everybody can relate to losing a pet but it's certainly something that wow do you ever feel and you feel deeply but i hope it doesn't stop you from getting another pet uh bringing another pet into your home and uh as i said i only i i was so touched by your story and uh, max's picture is adorable i'm gonna share it with folks i mean he oh, yeah. he, was, he was a character it was very i mean you talked i have a, a video of him on my phone and once in a while i look at it on purpose i don't get a feel bad but i look at it when you talk to me he would tilt his head his figures would go up whenever you mentioned my mother's name or my sister's name or somebody's name in the family like mother-in-law he would tilt his head and raise his ears because he knew i was talking about them you know and, uh, and, so, and, I, and then i mentioned the same thing i go what about the squirrely and he looks out the window in that video he knows the squirrels are outside right <laughs> so listen, it's funny because, you know, I always say the word God, okay, they give you unconditional love, spelled backwards, is God. And yeah. apparently God would give you unconditional love as well. I know, it's, I it's know. It's a funny switch of words, you know, like a plain word. I know, it's, uh, I don't know, I, I don't think it's a coincidence. They are, they are angels on earth. They are absolutely fantastic. And again, Lenny, Lenny the Butcher, tough guy Lenny mm. the Butcher with one of the most heartbreaking stories. I felt so bad when I saw Max's picture and read uh, Lenny's story that I thought, you know what, I'm going to reach out. But Lenny, very, very funny guy, as you can tell, even in this, in this tragic moment, we are laughing. But oh, uh, all the comics have sent me uh, stuff, emails, stuff, and messages. They're all, like, you can tell that they're not joking. They're sincere because they know mm -hmm. the feeling. And even, I appreciate the people that are, that are not pet owners, they can understand this. And they and they still phoned me and told me, you know, I'm sorry, you know. And, and they, they do realize it. It's not, it's, it's not, like, some people say, oh, it's just a dog. It's not just a dog. Just don't say that. It's not just a dog. Unless you've had a pet, uh, you can't really say that. That's, they're the only people that I really, you know, don't like when they say things like that. No, but otherwise, I know. Most of have been very... Very good. They've, you know, they've sent out emails and posts on, on Facebook, and I appreciate everything. Thanks, everybody, whoever's uh, listening. Thank you very much. It really helps a lot. Speaking to you helps a lot. Speaking uh, to people that are in the same situation helps a lot. Well, and you know, it'll help this interview. I know it was hard for you to do, and I knew you had the, you know, you were hesitant about doing it. But I can tell you, Lenny, it will help other pet owners out there who are going through exactly what you're going through. And the timing is different for everybody, but there will be another little Max out there for you. He won't replace oh, sure. your Max, but there will be another Max. And I just want to use this opportunity one more time to, uh, to let folks know that there's so many uh, dogs and cats, animals, rabbits, animals out there that need a forever home. So if you want to check out either Toronto Humane Society, uh, speaking of dogs, like I said, one of the best organizations I know for uh, fostering dogs 
And I say this with a big smile on my face, a lot of foster failures, but even if you just want to foster a dog, check them out at speakingofdogs.com. Lenny, thanks so much for joining me and sharing your story of Max with us. Well, thank you very much, Judy. Thanks a lot. And uh, I hope people that hear this will, will be, I mean, it's good for them to hear something like this. They know there's a lot of people out there just like them, right? Absolutely.